We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right. Set Joiner is sponsored by Bradford Whitewater Heaters. To how you heat your water matters, so choose mm-hmm. Bradford White to find a plumbing professional near you. Go to bradfordwhite.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is where we find out how how. You know, how accurate we were today. Were we accurate today? Yeah, see if we were right. I can't fake it until we'll Seth right. gets here. Ladies and gentlemen, the great Seth Joyner's with us. Hi, Seth. What's going on, gentlemen? Seth, here's the problem we're dealing with today. The Eagles are 10-1. and one. Are they a great football team? <clears throat> Angelo, there is no problem. They're 10-1. and one. What, else, what else could we want in Philadelphia? Come on. All right, but here's, all right, so here's what my theory is. Tell me if I'm not. A lot of problems that this team is having, even at 10-1, and 1, are being covered up by the performance of Jalen Hurts. Is that correct? Well, listen, that's, I believe that's why you have three phases to the game. You have offensive, defense, and a special team. Just as long as you can win two-thirds of, you know, of that, you're going to win football games. And, um, you know, there, there have been times this year where the defense has had to step up. Um, unfortunately, the weak link seems to be the um, the special teams, but, you know, again, they haven't hurt them yet in a situation where they've lost a game because the special teams hasn't performed. But I'm worried about the special teams. There's no doubt about that. All right, let's start with that then, Seth. I know you've been tweeting out about that. Uh, even the coach suggested they need to be coached better. Even Sirianni said it. Why are there always wide-open lanes on kick returns? I don't understand. Well, you know, listen, special teams is is difficult because with the shrinkage of time that you have to spend with players, a lot of coaching goes on during walkthroughs and in film session rather than going through it and doing it on the field because you just don't have the time because of how things are structured now. Um, and to me, special teams is kind of like tackling. It's want to. you got to have 11 guys on those coverage teams on the kickoff and on the punt coverage that really just want to go down and knock somebody's head off. Um, and, and I said it last night, you know, I didn't say it, you know, in a tweet, and I kind of thought it, you know. I think that at some point in time, um, you got to set an example. When you're not getting what you need done, because they may need to be coached better, but they also need to, you know, show more effort. When I see other special teams, guys like flying down the field, you know, they're disciplined in their lane coverages, and, you know, they just they play at a different level. You know, when I watch out special teams, guys just look like they're just loafing down the field and hoping that somebody else makes the darn play. Wow, that's interesting. Uh, the defense, all right, the coach, Sirianni kind of covered for them, but he said he didn't like the field position at all. How did you feel they performed last night? I think under the circumstances, because the field position was more of a situation where the special teams put them in that in that predicament. I mean, that, that kid Nixon, he had, I think it was four returns. Yeah. Um, I may be wrong on that number, but for 176 yards, that's 34 yards per, maybe the six, 34 yards per return. That's unconscionable. You know, he, he brought it out from five and seven yards deep. 
you know, last night. In the last one, he returned at 53 yards. So, you know, you keep putting your defense on a short field. And the problem is when you put them on a short field like that, all they need is one or two first downs. They're already in scoring position. You know, so it's got to get better. And I'm not going to put any of that on the defense. I thought the defense did a tremendous job given the circumstances of field position that they were presented last night. Rhea, permission to treat the guest as a hostile witness. Never. Seth, <laughs> excuse me, Seth. All right, so here's what I see, and I am nowhere near the defensive expert you are, but my defensive coordinator, once he's up two scores, is playing a very conservative style. He's giving them a first down, slays nine yards off the receiver on third and five. He gives them the first down. That's okay. All right, fine, you're going to burn some clock. And then something like this happens, and I do blame the defense. I need you to explain this play. Play action. Jordan Love takes, fires, completes the pass, running down the sideline with the ball, and going down across the 10, the 5. It is Watson. It is Watson on a long touchdown, and suddenly it's going to be a seven-point game. If they can- 62 yards, Seth. Explain how the hell that play happened. Well, Jonathan Gannon for one, um, but I'm not going to put it all on him because if you go back to the Knicks' last press conference before they went on the bye, Nick talked about it. I remember quoting it on my show. I said, you know, Nick said, you know, in such situations like this when we have a double-digit lead, we're just trying to get to the end of the game. We're just trying to get it over with. Yeah. You know, so sometimes I will tell – Jonathan, you know, to just back off. We don't want to give up the big play. But this is what I'm talking about when you play soft in this league. More than likely, you're going to give up a big play than when you play aggressive. And Derek Gunn last night was going off worse than I am because I've just resigned myself to the fact that this is the way that Jonathan Gannon is going to play defense going forward. So I don't even get myself all bent out of shape about it anymore. Would I like to see him more aggressive? Absolutely. It's just not in his, in his DNA, and I'm not going to, you know, um, you know, go off about it, you know, anymore because it just doesn't. He's just not going to do it. We might as well we're just talking to the wall, and we're screaming at the wall because he's just not going to do it. Seth, There's no way that you can tell me. You can't me surrender. You you're not. No. You're Seth Joyner. Seth Joyner never quits. Can't stand your, apathy. Your quest, your crusade is correct, Seth. The guy's too passive. You know that. Don't give in. Derek Gunn's doing all the heavy lifting for you now on that show. I told him, I said, listen, you know, you may be just a little older than me. You're going to have, you know, a heart attack over there. You're going to come down a little bit, huh? Oh, he's really, he's upset, huh? (laughs) Listen, he he was, I'm I'm like, you know, are you channeling your inner Seth tonight or what, man? What's going on? After 12 12 a.m.? At the 12 midnight, you know, you just, like, turn into Dr. Hyde or something. But I'm telling you, I mean, he was upset about it. And I'm like, we've been we've been chirping about that all year. There's no way. You know, he was like, why don't you come after, you know, a young guy like that? Who hasn't? I'm like, he's had these type of quarterbacks that he's played all year long, and he hasn't come after. You're right. You know, You're th- right. there may be one or two games that I can point my finger at and say that, you know, he was aggressive at the end of the game. Other than that, pass it. And that's what he's going to be going forward. And yeah. just as long as they don't, as long as they don't lose a game, Angelo, yeah. it's not going to be a big deal with Nick, you know, because they won the game. But I'm telling you right now, if they lose a game from that passivity somewhere down the road, 
then it's going to be a problem because we're going to be losing our minds on the airwaves yes. in every shape, fashion, and form. And they and they hear it. Trust me, they hear it. everything that we say. They hear it. Well, you you will be our leader when that happens. Now, Seth, one more because this is really the story of the game, uh, and that's Jalen Hurts and the way he ran the ball, especially early in that game. Um, how would the Packers not prepared for that guy? knowing how dangerous he's been with his feet all season. Help me to understand how he's able to do what he did. He set records. Well, as I don't think that you can prepare. You know, I keep saying that, you know, when the quarterback runs the ball, it's a numbers game. And the only guy that's unaccounted for in the box is the quarterback because the guy that accounts for him is the free safety. And that free safety is lined up 15, 20 yards down the field. Um, if you play any kind of man coverage, you're in trouble. If you play any kind of zone coverage and got, you know, and, and they tried to spy him a couple of times and he just broke tackles. Um, listen, he's a dynamic player. He's a game changer because he can throw the ball from the pocket when he's given time to survey the field. He can make all the throws. But when everything goes to hell in the handbasket, he can also make something happen with his legs and pick up crucial first downs. Um, do, do you realize that they were – I think nine for uh, eight for fifteen on third down conversions last night. Um, it, it was just insane, you know, the amount of times that he got out of the pocket and made something happen. And the defense really can't account for that. You just you got to hope that guys rush lanes are where they should be. But that's just the half of it. They, they ran a a quarterback counter OT to the weak side last night. Now the Redskins. Back in the day, and I call them the Redskins because that's what they were when I played against them, and this is the play that they used to run. They used to run the counter trade back to the strong side. I don't know. Nick Sirianni and Shane Steichen, where they get these plays from sometimes? They ran a quarterback counter trade to the weak side Mm. with the quarterback, and the back went strong, and they ran the play weak with Jalen Hurts with the ball. I mean, you can't do anything with some of these plays because you don't have the numbers. You don't have the numbers to play it because you're always going to be a man short. Well, uh, Seth, as always, we're looking forward to having you back in the studio next week. We just had a schedule issue, but as usual, we have learned a great deal about that victory by the Birds. You are, Seth Jordan, our leader, and I thank you for being on with us. Hey, 10-1, and one, guys. Ten and one. Don't be, don't beat them up. Celebrate it, man. Because no. it's, it's 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 pretty damn awesome. But when they stumble, you will lead us to the promised land. <laughs> Thank you, Seth. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend four point four hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.